another episode of the Power to Me show. Be creative, be connected, and be courageous. Worship does not stop on Sunday. everyone, this is Alexis and you're watching or listening to another episode of the Power to Be Show podcast. On the Power to Be Show, we are showing people every week the impact of recognizing how God impacts every aspect of your life. We are switching things up this week. I will be your host today in Dr. Berg's absence and we have with us today Dr. John Hayes as our guest. If you've been following us from the beginning, he shared his journey of faith, his background in franchising, and becoming the Titus Chair for Franchise Leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University. He has been a franchiser and a franchisee. And in this episode, we're going to get more in-depth on what franchising is and what the average person can expect. Before we get into the show, all I ask is that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave a comment on the episode, and share with your circle. We all have the power to be. Welcome, Dr. Thank Hayes. Thank you. <laughs> so Pleasure nice to, to be back. Yes. And I hope they put a lot of comments on there about this particular podcast that we're going to have so. this discussion about. And I hope Get so. the word out there for us. Yes. <laughs> so, um, as I said in the intro, we're talking about franchising yep. and getting more in-depth and what the average person can um, and expect if, well, before I do that, can you give us a quick intro of what you do or what the Titus School of Franchising? Titus Center for Franchising. Titus Center, excuse at me. At Palm Beach Atlantic University. My alma mater. Right, so you're familiar <laughs> with it where we are. Well, they didn't have it when I was there. No, it's only five years old. Okay. Yeah. This, okay. Will, this will begin... In the spring, in in the uh, in the fall, mm -hmm. begins my sixth year. Okay, I've already graduated more than thirty students. Wow, who graduate with a concentration in franchising. Okay, which accompanies their bachelor's degree. Okay, so they might get a degree in marketing or in international business or finance, mm -hmm. but in addition to that, they get a concentration in franchising, twelve credit hours, and with that. There's a lot they can do from buying a franchise mm -hmm. to going to work for franchisors, franchisees, okay. international opportunities. It's been amazing. So I've graduated more than 30 and I have about 50 currently in my program. Oh, wow. That's and awesome. we are having a record year at your alma mater. We have the <laughs> largest incoming freshman class at the business school, maybe at the really? entire university. I think maybe in the history of the university. Really? Yeah, that's big. awesome. We're booming. That is awesome. Yeah. So if I, let's say I already have my bachelor's degree. Yeah. But I want to learn more about this opportunity mm -hmm. in franchising. Yeah. How how does that work? Well, we have a program that is non-credit. Okay. So to earn the concentration in franchising, you must be a student mm -hmm. at Palm Beach Atlantic. Okay. You could be studying political science or pharmacy or biology, mm -hmm. 
you could still get the concentration in franchising because okay. you use 12 elective hours. Everybody okay. has electives mm-hmm. in their undergraduate program. Graduate students can specialize in franchising as well, and okay. we've had a couple of those. But mostly it's undergraduates. But if you are not a student mm-hmm. and you don't want credit toward a degree, okay. we have a non-credit certificate program in the works that'll be about 40 hours of online Okay. education about franchising. And if you live locally and you're here mm-hmm. in the area, then you can come to programs that we sponsor okay. to learn about franchising. But the best will be to register for our online non-credit program, which I hope we will start promoting in the fall of 2022. Nice. So that's, that's yeah. like right around the corner. Around the corner. Okay. Too soon. Okay. Awesome. So if I were someone who wanted to, who was possibly interested in um, getting into franchising, what are some attributes that would be absolutely necessary? Like, because you said before, it's not on the previous episode, it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. So what are some attributes that a person would definitely need to be able to go into franchising? Okay. So there are a lot of ways to answer that because Mm. franchising is very broad. Franchising is business in general, but it's done in a specific way. Okay. So there are 4,000 different franchise brands in North America alone. That's a lot. And they are brands like everybody knows McDonald's. And everybody thinks that, (laughs) that, 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 Franchising is all about food because McDonald's and Burger King mm-hmm. and Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, many coffee shops, yes. but not um, the big one, Starbucks. Right. That is not franchised. Oh, no? Not in the United States. Not the way Dunkin' Donuts is okay. franchised. Okay. You could own a Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. but you probably cannot own in the United States a Starbucks because they're mostly corporate owned, but you will find them franchised inside of like a Target. Okay. Target store has a Starbucks. Right. Target is probably the franchisee or the licensee of that. But you could not own one the way you could own one or 20 or 200 Dunkins if you okay. wanted to. But franchising is in more than 75 major industries. Mm-hmm. So all kinds of businesses are franchised that you wouldn't even think about it. There's... Uh, a new one in mental health. You know, the um, the spa units, the salon units, okay. um, where you can rent your own salon yes. or you could do nails or you could be a barber. Yes, like the salon suites. Yes. Okay. Now those salon suites are Ellie Mental Health and therefore counselors for psychiatrists and therapists oh. who don't want to have their own uh, practice uh, in in a building or in an office. Of exactly, they don't want to do all the paperwork, mm-hmm. the the accounting. Uh, they don't have to do the marketing. You can belong to. You can rent your space from okay. one of these uh, suites. Um, one of my students who recently bought Ellie also bought um, Patch Boys. So if you got mad at me and and put your fist through that 
drywall, which I don't think you would do, but you might. And if you did, mm-hmm. you need to fix that hole. Right. You call Patch Boys. Okay. And one of my students recently bought that franchise. Uh, so nice. there are a lot of a lot of franchises. But when I say it's not for everyone, if I said to you, do you like to follow rules? You like rules? Do you? Some. Some, yeah. <laughs> so um, if I say to you, we have the Dr. T-Bird franchise. Mm-hmm. And Dr. T-Bird has come up with these rules and regulations that you got to follow. He's going to tell you how to dress. He's going to tell you how to speak. He's going to tell you when you have to open and close. He's going to tell you what you can sell. He's going to tell you what you can't sell. He's got a lot of rules and regulations. Okay. Will you follow those rules and regulations? Now, not everybody will. Right. Some people are free spirits. Right. They don't like rules. Well, rules make the world go round mm-hmm. in franchising. Right. The, the guy over at Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. in West Palm Beach, so the one fellow who owns two of them, well, there are two fellows who own two, maybe three fellows now who own two of them, <laughs> uh, but Rob Morris, who is on my advisory board, uh, he makes a lot of money, okay. a lot of sales in those Chick-fil-A's because he does exactly what Chick-fil-A tells him to do. To do. The best Dr. T-Bird franchisee will do exactly what T-Bird tells him to do. And the people who don't do it, they can be franchisees, but they won't be very good at it. They won't, be, they won't make very much money. Gotcha. So where are you? And it's easy to find this out because if you take, take a DISC personality profile, did yes. I talk about that the last time? The DISC? Um, you, you may you have. Take yes, it for yes. free. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, all my students take the DISC. Okay. I, don't like to, I don't like to work with people unless I know their disc profile, okay. because you don't know how to talk to somebody unless you know their disc profile. <laughs> and with a disc profile, which, which takes like 10 minutes to do it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, people can go do it for free mm-hmm. at howtobuyafranchise.com okay. forward slash D-I-S-C. If they go to that how website, to buy com slash disc. Okay. Go do that okay. and you'll get a, a, it's free. It's all free and you'll get a whole summary. Well, based on your profile, you may be someone more free spirit, mm-hmm. more free thinking. Uh, you don't want to follow anybody's rules. If you're that <laughs> kind of person, then do not open a franchise right. because you're, you're not going to be happy. And by the way, Gallup tells us, the Gallup poll people tell us that something like two thirds of Americans mm-hmm. are dissatisfied with their jobs. They don't like, they, they wouldn't, if they had the chance to get the same job again, they wouldn't do it. Two thirds of people. That's a lot. And if two thirds of people are unhappy mm-hmm. and they work for you, yeah. what are they getting done right. for you? And many of them will say, I really want my own business. I want to be the boss. Okay. But why aren't you? Well, I don't have a good idea. Okay. <laughs> well, franchising has 4,000. Uh, there are 4,000 franchises. I'll say at least 3,000 of them are really good ideas. Mm-hmm. Probably more than that. Um, I, I don't have enough money. All right. Well, that's a problem. Going into business is risky. The Small Business Administration tells us in America, um, 50% of all new independent startups not franchised in America, 50% won't last one year. 50%. And you might spend $10,000 to get the business going. You might spend $800,000 to get the business going. 50% of the time, they won't last one year. And 35% won't last five years. So it's very, very costly. In franchising, the story is different. In franchising, you can check out the likelihood of success Mm -hmm. of a franchise business before you agree to buy it, before you spend any money. 
So one of my my disc profile works or fits within the realm of I would make a great franchisee, but I don't have the money. Okay. Well, you have any money? Got a little bit of money? I have a little bit of money. Well, the SBA wants to talk to you, the Small Business Administration, the banks that are SBA lenders. Mm -hmm. They want to talk to you because if you've got some money, Mm -hmm. they will help you get more money, particularly if you're going to buy a franchise and particularly if you're going to buy a franchise that they like. Okay. SBA tracks all of their loans mm-hmm. that are made for to franchisees. SBA doesn't loan the money. The, the government doesn't give you any money. The local bank that's an okay. SBA lender gives you the money. Okay. The SBA says to that bank, if you loan her $100,000, we'll guarantee if she doesn't pay it, we'll pay it back to you. With um, maybe only 97% of okay. it will pay back. All right. Well, that's a... That's pretty good. Huge. Yeah. Banks want to get their money out there working for them. You're going to pay interest on right. that money, but that's how many, many people get into franchising. They go to uh, to the bank to get an SBA loan. Also, leasing companies. Let's say you buy um, the Patch Boys and you need a van mm-hmm. to haul your tools around and your saw right. and your whatever it is that the Patch Boys <laughs> need. I don't know. I've never been one. Drywall. Uh, all right. Spa- yeah. You could go out and spend... Um, $20,000 to buy the van or mm-hmm. a pickup, or you could lease it. And the leasing companies, if you're buying a franchise, particularly one that they know of, and particularly one that they've loaned money to franchisees mm-hmm. of that of that brand before, they'll loan you money because they know we're putting that money out there, but we're going to get it back. These franchises are safe. These franchises have figured out how to build a business and how to teach people okay. who know nothing about the business how to succeed in that business. Rules and regulations. Wow. You don't like rules and regulations, then don't get into franchising. Or become a franchisor and you create the rules and regulations. <laughs> Without rules and regulations, there's chaos. Right. So you got to have rules and regulations, but not, not everybody appreciates that. You mentioned um, Rob Morris um, being on your advisory, and I was kind of researching him because I wanted to yeah. have him on. You haven't had him yet? No, I can't oh. reach him. But I, right. I did some That's, research on him yeah. and saw that he actually worked in a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And now has... Two. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get him for you. And I, I think that um, that was great, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, come. you didn't just start out as a franchise operator or owner, right. but you actually worked within the business to see yes. all the ins and outs. And, and a lot of franchises like that. Mm-hmm. They want their franchisees to come from within. people like Domino's. Mm-hmm. You can't just go buy a Domino's. you got to work for Domino's first and you earn your way up to become a franchisee. And you were talking about money before. What if I don't have any? Chick-fil-A will help you. Domino's will help you. Mm-hmm. A lot of franchise concepts will say, if you want to become a franchisee and you work for us mm-hmm. for five years, we'll help you get into okay. uh, the business to, to be a franchisee. And that's good to know because the average person is like, okay, well, I don't like my job, but no. let me go on a franchise. Let me see how much money Find I need. Find something that I would really like. And but, franchising has so many op- opportunities, mm-hmm. so much variety that, why are you stuck in a job you don't right. like? And a lot, a lot of people do think, well, I need a million dollars to go buy a franchise. Because <laughs> right. when you go Rarely. on those websites, they're like, you know, the amount is X, Y, Z. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, I don't have that, you know, 
fifty thousand dollars yeah. sitting to you know whatever it is, yeah. and it's like okay, so, you, so what's you the next get financing for it? Mm-hmm. And there are franchises under twenty five thousand dollars. Okay, so there there's opportunity. Now you're not going to buy a twenty five thousand dollar franchise and become a multimillionaire in three years. <laughs> so you got to get that straight. But you can work your way up, or you. You can buy 10 mm-hmm. of those, buy one under 25000 and over time buy more. Okay. That's a possibility. But keep in mind, you, you've got to have some money mm-hmm. to get into business, period. No matter what kind of business it is, you've got to have some money. True. But if you or your family or friends can help you, and a lot of franchisees have talked about how they went out and just begged people to help them get a better opportunity. Okay. There's a gentleman who's now retired uh, up on... Long Island, uh, who owned all of the Midas. Okay. Uh, at that time, Midas muffler, muffler shops. Yeah. Well, now they're Midas Auto Repair. They they do everything for you. And he, uh, I did an interview with him in, mm-hmm. in the book that I wrote, Franchising the Inside Story. And he said, I, I went to my neighbors and asked, will you help me get a better opportunity in life? I'll pay you the money back. Will you? Wow. And, and he, at the time, he needed $5,000. This was years okay. ago. And uh, he came up short, but Midas uh, helped him. He needed $25,000. He got $20,000. He was $5,000 short. short. Okay. Midas gave him that $5,000 because cool. they saw, wow, this guy is really committed to becoming a franchisee. Yeah. Okay. So if let's say I, I have the money. I'm approved. Because there's a whole application process and it's based on whether or not you can, I guess all of them are different as far as the requirements. Um, And I'm approved and I start a franchise. Do I get the kickback? You're going to retire? You're going to buy it and retire? Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So what does that look? Because you you were a franchisee of... I was a franchisee of an ATM business. Okay. I didn't kick back. I actually, I don't look like a kind of guy that would drill holes in cement floors to screw my ATM machines in, but I was out there drilling okay. holes. Uh, I got out of that pretty fast because I'm not that kind of guy. So I had uh, somebody doing that work for me okay. after a while. Uh, no, you, you're, you're not going to kick back. You're going to work hard. You're going to work more than 40 hours a week mm-hmm. as a franchisee. But people will always say to me, but I don't mind. I own the business. And I know that I'm the one that in 20 years after I've put in my time and I've right. built up the equity and I've, I've taken a business that cost me $100,000 and it's now worth $850,000, I'm the one who's going to get that equity. Equity, yeah. So that's why they, they, they don't mind. They, they want to be the boss. So, no, you're not going to kick back. You're going to work. <laughs> but, you know, if you're not the type of person – uh, I, I was also a franchisee of We Buy Ugly Houses, Home okay. Investors of America, and became the president and chairman of the board uh, upon the death of the founder of that company. So I was both franchisee and then later franchisor. But I didn't go out and buy houses or fix houses. Not my thing. I don't know anything about real estate. <laughs> I had a partner okay. who uh, did that. Now, I did buy some houses because mm-hmm. I had my own rental portfolio when I was involved with uh, We Buy Ugly Houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not the kind of work that I want to do. I've always been on the side of advising franchise companies, franchisors and franchisees, okay. helping people who want to find a franchise that they can get into. You think it's important to have people around you that maybe have the, well, 
have the know-how that maybe you don't or the skill set that you don't? Like, is it important to build a team? Like when you're building a company that's not a franchise of no. your own, <clears throat> you know, it's important to um, have people around you that are resourceful. So, you know, you might have, you might not be great at marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be, your strength might be administrative, no. but having, you know, someone on your team that's no. great with marketing, going into franchising, do you think that it, they would be, it would be stronger to have a team established or individually and then just start interviewing people? Okay. So you're asking great questions and this is the kind of information that a franchise company tells you up front. Okay. Here's what you're going to need to do to succeed in this business. Okay. You don't have to do any marketing. We do it for you. Nice. So at We Buy Ugly Houses, mm-hmm. you've seen billboards that say We Buy Ugly Houses. Yes. Those billboards generated 250,000 phone calls every year for our franchisees. Oh, wow. People on the other end calling in saying, I got an ugly house. I wonder if you'd come and take a look at it. What could be easier? Now, if you were a real estate investor on your own and you weren't part of the We Buy Ugly Houses network, you weren't getting those leads. And you were paying any leads you were getting, you paid a whole lot of money. And we did too. Those Mm -hmm. billboards weren't free. Our franchisees paid for them. But because we had 265 franchisees, they shared the cost of those billboards. Now you go to try to put up 10 billboards in West Palm Beach on your own, you can't afford to do it. But you could do it because if we had three franchisees in West Palm Beach, they all contributed. They were on the same team. Okay. Okay. And so so if if you're not good at HR, Mm -hmm. well, the franchise has already got that solved. Either they're doing the HR for you or they say, we have uh, contracted with this national HR service that will provide the HR services that you don't have to be an HR specialist. Um, Now, certain things you're going to have to do, probably sales. Okay. Probably you've got to be good at sales. Mm -hmm. Although you could hire that too. You could hire somebody to do the The selling of your product for you. Mm -hmm. And you, you want to be the administration, the back office. Okay. Okay. You can do that. Depending on your personality. A D (laughs) is the the dominant personality who wants to go out and Mm -hmm. sell. They don't want to be in the office. Right. But the S or the C personality, they want to be in the office. They'll take care of administration. So knowing your strengths, knowing your disc profile strengths will help you to understand what you ought to be doing and what you're what you're capable of doing, what you like to do. And then it says, well, for these other things, I'm no good at this. Either I need to hire someone and mm-hmm. I can't afford to when I'm first starting out, right. or I need to rely on the franchisor to help me with that, or I I need to contract this out to someone. If I could back up a little bit so that our viewers know what DISC stands yeah. for, or what, yeah. I know it's a personality it's test. DISC Personality Profile, D-I-S-C. Mm-hmm. It's been around since the 1950s, created by the inventor of the lie detector Test. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, very part. popular, very easy to do. Mm-hmm. How to buy a franchise.com slash disc. It's free. And D is the dominant personality. Mm-hmm. These are the people who there are fewer D's in the world than I's, S's, and C's really? in the disc. And okay. everybody wants the D's because they get things done. Mm-hmm. But D's are sometimes the most disliked people. Trump was an off-the-chart D. D. Now, he gets things done (laughs) 
but he'll throw you under the bus. While doing it. These are fault finders. It'll never be their fault. Always be somebody else's fault. The I is the influencer. Okay. Uh, Dr. Bird is an I personality. Mm -hmm. Preachers, uh, people who are teachers, Mm -hmm. people who want to influence people to... to, uh, podcasters, you know, these are people, <laughs> bloggers, these yeah. are people who want to show you how to get it done, right. do it my way. Uh, that's the I personality. They're very much liked and appreciated, um, but they're not great at follow-up and they never meet anyone they don't just think is terrific. They love everybody. Is that T-Bird or is that not T-Bird? He loves everybody, right? Till you he find does. out that, that that guy's a bad guy. Right, Dr. Bear. Yeah, oh. right. Okay, that's the I. The S is the steady. Okay. Uh, the S's are uh, the people who like to be in the back office. They like to be part of a team. They're mm-hmm. team builders. They you love to talk to the S because they don't judge mm-hmm. and they're very kind and they listen really well. Um, they might not give you solutions or workable solutions, but they listen and they, they they have a lot of empathy. Okay. Everybody loves S's and everybody wants S's on their team because mm-hmm. they're cohesive. They'll bring people. They're the glue. And they're very loyal. Um, but the S personality won't doesn't like to take a risk. They're fearful when they see things. Too much fear in the life of the, uh, of the yes. S. In the C personality... They like to be on their own. Put the C in the basement, give them the work to be done. They'll <laughs> they'll go down there at eight and come up at five, and you'll never know they were there, but they're getting work done. Right. So if you want an answer to a problem, mm-hmm. give it to a C and get out of their way. They'll figure it out <laughs> for you. But you might not like the answer. Right. Um, they don't care about your feelings. Oh. They'll they'll tell you this is what you need to do based on my research. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. They also are not they're risk averse. They're not easy to sell out like a franchise. To, they don't want to buy anything <laughs> that without them knowing all the facts. That's what the C does. So D-I-S-C, we all have some D, some I, some S, some yes. C. But it's like our DNA. You, yeah. you, you got this when you were very, very young. Mm-hmm. You can't erase it. You can't delete it. It's hard to change it. You can make modifications to your personality. Okay. So if you don't like that you're risk averse, well, there are things that you can do to figure out how not to be so risk averse. If you don't like that you're a D and you run over people, Mm -hmm. then there are things you can do about that. The Ds can be nasty people. But they're they're always focused on let's let's get to the bottom line here. Mm -hmm. Stop the nonsense. Yeah. Let's get to the bottom line. And not, not everybody appreciates that. My daughter says I get to the point quite a bit. You some have that. She wants to get to the point or you want to get to the point? I do. Yeah, okay. I well, tell people I don't you're like a driver. the flowers. <laughs> yeah. So, but no. Okay. Thank you for that. Because, yeah. you know, you were speaking about the disc. Um, the third profile. time you have me back, we'll do all disc. Okay. <laughs> and then everyone will be clear yeah. about what it is. And then they'll right. be taking it's their It's easy test. to do. Yeah. I think I did it when I, when I finished my... Um, uh, bachelor's. Okay. Um, my degree was organizational management. Okay. Makes sense that yeah. you would do the disc. Mm-hmm. I have all my students take the disc yeah. because I don't really know how to talk to you if you're my student or if you're my uh, colleague mm-hmm. or you're a close friend or you're a partner. Mm-hmm. I, if you don't know the other person's disc, and sometimes it's hard to remember, and sometimes it's hard to respond to the other person, even when you know, well, She's a C yeah. or she's an S. Yeah. 
you don't talk to an S the way you talk to a D. Right. And with my students, I need to know what's their personality. Because if I'm going to guide them and help them, mm-hmm. and I want to do it in a Christ-like way, right. and Ds don't always do it in a Christ-like way, but we want <laughs> to. And if abrasive. I want to do that, yes. then I uh, need to know what the personality is so I know how to talk to you. With an S, you want to be soft. You don't want to get loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a D, you, you're going to come across the desk and say, if you don't get it together, I'm going to whack you in the head and call your father. <laughs> but you don't say that to an S, you make them cry. Right. And then they don't want to come back. So thank you for that. No. Um, you've, you've been on the other side of the franchising where you were the franchisor. So what if I want to start a franchise? Yeah. Not be a franchisee. Yeah. I want I want yeah. franchisees to report. Come to you and pay you to money mm-hmm. to be your to be the T Bird franchisee. Right. Hundred thousand dollars to become right. a, to become the T Bird in your community. And I know I'm gonna give my yeah. rules and, and yeah. the outline, but what does it take for someone okay. to you need more money now. Oh. Because uh, you got a lot of marketing you got to do. Okay. A lot of people want to buy franchises mm-hmm. and they got a lot of choices. You know, in America, North America alone, you've got, well, there are 4,000 different brands, but they're not all for sale. Okay. They're not all available. Like you can't buy a McDonald's, at least not easily today, because they're pretty much sold out. There are some franchises already sold out. You've got to buy the resale. Somebody who has 100 uh, McDonald's retiring and they want to sell, but the price is. $18 million to buy those. Okay, well, that's okay. not quite what you were looking for. Right. Okay, so uh, a, a and a franchisor, franchising is highly regulated by the federal government and by some state governments, not, not in Florida. So it's not but regulated in Florida. It's regulated by the federal government, not by state. It's government. not by state, yeah. okay. There are, there are business rules and regulations in the state of Florida, but they're very kind to be, this is a great place to be, a franchisor or a franchisee. Okay. Uh, Florida and Texas are okay. prime states for that. New York is much, not only regulated by the federal government, but regulated by New York state government as well. Much mm. more difficult. So you've got to know that as mm-hmm. a franchisor. You've got to follow the regulations. So if you have the T-Bird franchise and I want to be T-Bird, I really do want to be T-Bird. <laughs> I love T-Bird. So if, you, if awesome. I want to be your franchisee and you say, and the franchise fee, the upfront franchise fee, is usually going to be somewhere between $25,000 and $50,000. Right. Okay. And then I got to pay you a monthly royalty. For all the money I bring in, I got to send you a, a nickel out of every dollar or 10 cents out of every dollar okay. goes to you. All right. Those are rules and regulations. And those have okay. to be in your disclosure document required by the federal government. Okay. Every franchisor, and this is just wonderful, every franchisor is required by law to give you a disclosure document Mm -hmm. with more than 23 points of information telling you what you can expect when you become a franchisee. Not only the rules and regulations, but Mm -hmm. how much money this is going to cost you, how often you have to pay, when you have to pay, when you don't have to pay. What happens if you don't want to be my franchisee anymore? That's, That's in the disclosure mm-hmm. document. What happens when you want to sell? You say, look, I've made enough money. I'm going to pass on this opportunity to somebody else. Right. Here, here's, here's what we do when you get to that point. All of that is disclosed to you upfront for free. You haven't spent a dime okay. at this point. Okay. So you go get the disclosure document, but it costs the franchisor maybe $25,000 to $100,000 to develop that disclosure document. 
So it's costly. You got to have that. Got to have that money. You got to have an so operation. That, that, that's only for the disclosure document. That's only. not okay. You have, you don't have any franchisees yet. You right. want some franchisees? Okay. Now you got to go down to one of the franchise expos. There'll be one in Fort Lauderdale coming up in September. I'm mm -hmm. going to teach a seminar there, uh, early September, the Fort Lauderdale Expo. Then there's the Houston Expo. There's one in New York City. There's one in Phoenix. They're all over the mm -hmm. country. So you got to go build a, a, a um, uh, display to put at the Expo. That's going to cost you something. You've got to have pictures of T-Bird, that handsome right. face that you're going to put up there. you got to put, what is the T-Bird fran? What right. is it? you got to attract people to your booth. Well, that's going to cost you $10,000 to build that. And then the expo people, you they're not giving you that space for free. you got to pay $15,000 for the weekend to be in that. So you got $25,000 you're spending this weekend hoping you're going to find a franchisee who will pay you $25,000. To get my money back. To get your money back, right. Okay. So, and you got to... You know, it, it, it takes about a hundred leads to sell one franchise. So if you meet a hundred people at the expo, maybe you got one there who will give you $25,000 and become your franchisee. Then you got to train that franchisee. Now who's going to do that? Maybe you're going to do that. Right. And it's okay. In the beginning, you're yeah. the one who created the franchise. You go do the training, but mm -hmm. that's going to take you out of commission for a week to two weeks to do all this training. You're going to be exhausted. And if you're not good at training, and yeah. salespeople aren't necessarily good at training because right. teachers have to have patience that the salespeople may not have. have. Although a lot of salespeople are good in training as well, but usually you know, that, that can be depending on what your skills are, what right. your disc profile. The S is a great trainer. The mm -hmm. S is patient and kind, whereas the D isn't going to be that. Well, and, and that's <laughs> not you. So you got to hire that S. Well, right. Who's going to come in and train for you for what? Maybe a thousand dollars a day, maybe a thousand dollars for the week, but you got to figure that you need money. Uh, you got to keep your marketing going. You've got, and then once you got a franchisee and they're trained, now they're calling you every day saying, Hey, I know you told me in training that I should do some marketing, but I don't remember what marketing you told me to do. Can you review that with me again? And can you help me out? Cause so far I'm not selling anything. Mm. It's, it's, a, that's support. See, the great thing about franchising is they've already got it worked out for you. The yeah. plan is already there. Come to training, 10 days. I'm going to tell you A to Z, everything you got to do, right. when you got to do it, how often you got to do it, and how much you got to pay uh, as you do, do it. it. And if you get confused, you get stuck, you got a problem, something's not working. Yeah. Here's my phone number. Here's my text. Here's my email. You call me 24-7. And I, or a member of my team who's in support, yes. will say, okay, let's review this again. Turn to page 13 of your training manual. <laughs> Here it is. Here's what you need to do. Right. You did everything really great, but you forgot step number four. You got to go back and, and do that. And this is what's great about franchising. You got somebody to hold your hand. So it's just like this big engine that's functioning and you're yeah. just becoming a part. And you're part of it. You get the benefit. And you're not alone because there are six other franchisees in mm -hmm. your city or six other is in your state or maybe 60 in the state, okay. maybe 600 across the country. You're going to meet five or six or 20 of them in that week of training mm -hmm. that you go to. You become friends with those people, particularly if you're an I or an S personality, yeah. you all become friends. Not the D's. Not the D's. They're, they don't <laughs> have time to talk to you because girl, they're out selling stuff. <laughs> 
But the others, they become friends okay. with you. And so you'll say, you know what? I, I could call the home office. I think I'm going to call Nancy because, wow, we really hit it off. Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to her for a while. And I want to find out what she's up to, what she's doing. Right. And you're going to give her ideas. She's going to give you ideas. And okay. that's, that's the way franchising works. And I just have one more question. So you mentioned something about not being able to buy McDonald's right now because yeah. they're full. So yeah. with these franchises, how does like a person really would have to sit and do research to find out who's at capacity. It caps at certain. Yeah. But that's not hard to do. McDonald's isn't out advertising for franchisees. No. Because McDonald's, and I think there are 30,000 McDonald's and maybe there are, I'm, I'm going to guess um, 8,000 franchisees who own those 30,000 okay. locations. Mm -hmm. Um, if they have a new McDonald's that's going to open in West Palm Beach mm -hmm. or in Jupiter, mm -hmm. they don't need to go find a newbie. No. They're going to call one of the other. Selma. Selma owns six uh, in in South Florida already. Selma's already told us she wants ten. And by the way, you don't make any money out of one McDonald's. You're working really hard in one McDonald's, long hours, and. So if you really want to make money in food, you got to own multiple units. Mm. One of my uh, board members um, had a a bunch of Wendy's. Okay. Now, now he 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 has a much smaller number of them, but he had uh, 200, and, 200 some Wendy's at one point, and was doing four hundred and some million dollars in sales. Uh, but you know he's a little older; he's in his sixties. He decided, I think I'll take it easy. I don't need right. to have all this. Okay, so you sold them off to other franchisees. Mm -hmm. But in Wendy's, uh, McDonald's, uh, Burger King, they're going to go look for somebody who already knows how to operate a burger. Duncan, there are people who own 100, 200 Duncans. You know, they don't work in those stores. Right. They oversee them from their corporate office. office. And they got great systems. I mean, mm -hmm. you can, today we have technology that no matter where your store is located, you can know how many donuts did I start the day with and how many donuts did we sell so, throughout okay. the day? What's the cash register say? What were our sales today? How much coffee did we sell? How many donuts did we sell? How many sandwiches <laughs> did we sell? What's going on in that store? Mm -hmm. You can know that just through technology today. And which makes it a whole lot easier to, yeah. um, I know I said that that was the last question, but you go ahead. I knew you weren't telling the truth. <laughs> Don't do D's don't like always that. tell the truth. Don't, I'm not a full D. I oh, think okay. I'm. I'm. You I got think a lot I'm a of combination. I'm, you have I'm a lot of I too. Yeah. 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 So if um, I know food is one of the industries. Of course, you said Patch Boys. They're like what home. Yeah, home repair. Home, home repair. repair is booming. Okay. The home. Uh, there's a company called Neighborly. They uh -huh. own like 30 different brands, franchise brands. So they'll mow your yard, they'll fix your pool, they'll paint your house, they do the plumbing, they do the electrical, they do the air conditioning. These are all separate brands. Okay. Um, auto. Midas, uh, Big O Tires. Um, business to business, sign making, for example, signage. The largest uh, signage franchise is right here in West Palm Beach. Signorama, owned by okay. the Titus family. Really? Yeah. And they own, I don't know, maybe 10 brands okay. today. They're not all business to business, but mm -hmm. uh, they own fully promoted. So if you need to 
promote your business, market your business. You need clothing. You need hats with your name on right. it, your logo. You go to a fully uh, promoted franchise. They own the world's largest business brokerage, Transworld Business Advisors. There's one you can get into for less than $100,000 and you need a computer and you can operate from any place. And you're buying, you're helping people buy businesses and you're selling businesses to people, including franchises. Nice. Great business. Nice. Yeah. What about um, fitness? Uh, yeah. Planet Fitness, one of the biggest. Okay. My board, John Clancy, lives in Jupiter, owns 45 Planet Fitnesses, none in Florida. They're all in the Midwest, but he operates from here. Yeah. Fitness oh, he, is he huge. He doesn't own any here. He doesn't own any here. I think he owns some Smoothie Kings here, and he owns oh. Buff City Soap. Well, Been to Buff City Soap up on PGA. It's uh, got to go in there. Okay. Might want to talk to him, too. Yeah. Oh, you would. John is a... Great fellow. We're getting one of his sons, I think, at PBA, and uh, he's a King's uh, King's Academy family. Okay. A okay. lot of our students come from King's. Is that a franchise? King's Academy? Yes. Could be a franchise, but it's not. It's okay. just a, a good academic institution okay. here in West Palm Beach. I, I know they have several campuses, but, yeah. well, I, I know you have plans. Yeah. So I'm not going to hold you All much right. longer. I thank you for all of the valuable information that you've given us today. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, that's I love your audience. They've been, uh, once the first time I was on, I met a lot of people who came up to me and said, I saw you with Terrell Bird. And <laughs> wow, that was great. So let's hope that happens again. And yes. I like giving them information. I'm always happy to help people. Easy to find me at the Titus Center for Franchising. Mm -hmm. We're at TitusCenter.com. Okay. Easy to find us. That's T-I-T-U-S-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. -E okay. At Palm Beach Atlantic University. Selfish. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Power to Be Show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Again, share with your circle. Leave a comment. Um, if you have questions, leave those in the comments too, and we might get answers for you. Thank you. We would like to thank this episode's sponsor, Living Word Christian Community, located at 2390 South Military Trail, West Palm Beach, Florida, 33415, where Dr. Terrell Bird is the lead pastor. The worship service begins at 1030 a.m. in person, on Facebook, and Instagram Live.